Hi and welcome back to episode 2 of 3 PAs in a pod with your hosts Jamie, Kalik and Josh. Uh, so today is episode 2, uh, we're just back from our final Oscars, uh, we all got our grade and we all passed. Jeez! Come on! Um, so yeah, episode 2, uh, we're going to do a Q&A episode, we got quite a few questions over social media since our first episode. Um, and just before we get into that, we just wanted to address um, one of the latest articles, which was talking about PAs quite a lot recently. Um, it came out today, actually, um, and it was just titled The UK's Biggest GP Chain Replacing Doctors with Less Qualified Staff. And when they say less qualified, they're talking about PAs. So We'll talk about that quickly. Um, everyone here has read it. Colleague Josh, you've both read it. Mm-hmm. Anyone want to get into any comments? I mean, it's just infuriating. Like they put, they've just put our course back so much, and obviously we've been working hard to obviously get the re- the reputation, the respect, and just one article, one program is literally about to ruin all of that. Because especially people who don't actually unlike get what PAs are, once they see this, it's just going to put like a negative you know, view, view on us. So, yeah, no one's going to want to see PAs. No one's going to want to see a PA. Less qualified as well. That doesn't make sense because it's a different job. You can't yeah. be less qualified if, if it's a different job. Yeah, they, they called us cheaper than GPs, less qualified medical staff, so we're less qualified medically cheap. Yeah, I completely like, disagree. They're literally calling us, like, knockoffs, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. How did you feel about it, Khalid? I was quite upset. I'm not gonna lie. I was upset reading it. Um, like like what Josh said, we've we've worked hard to build the reputation up. Um, we've not obviously not just students, but obviously current PAs. Um, we've worked hard over the years, and just for all of that to be tarnished, you know, in with just one article. And I believe the the episode is airing today, isn't it? Yeah, they got yeah, a show on it. Yeah. yeah, so I'm not looking forward to it, but I am intrigued to see what how they portray PAs. Um, because have, reading the article, it was mostly about how PAs were being exploited. And I don't think that's the fault of the physician associates. Um, but I think people will look at, will focus, their focus will be on PAs rather than the GPs, uh, yeah. the GP surgery exploiting them, which is what I find really um, infuriating. But I'm not gonna, I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. Yeah, it's written in like a really bad way. Instead of like PAs being like exploited, um, like not being treated as they should within a GP, yeah. it's more based on, even though that's what's happening, it's more of like, PAs are the the reason GPs aren't doing well. That's the way it's written, really. It's like yeah, yeah. people are getting less of an experience in GP. They're not getting helps probably because of PAs when it's, it's not the... Yeah, because I've been seeing on Twitter um, what other PAs are saying. And I've seen a couple of tweets where um, a, couple of, a couple of junior doctors um, have been saying how... And in some patients as well, have they've been seen by PAs and they've not necessarily had a good experience, which, fair enough, 
and I do apologize, you know, if you've had a bad experience with a PA, on, I do apologize on their behalf, but I don't feel, I can't, I, I'm against them generalizing that for the rest of uh, the PAs, which and I completely disagree because some of the stuff they've said is um, A, incorrect, how they've generalized, you know, their one bad experience to the rest of the PAs. Um, for example, I mean, we were reading just a couple of minutes ago how, um, you know, the the entry requirements, just because they're so easy to get into, doesn't necessarily mean that the person, you know, is any less medically trained. Because once you're in the course, it's not easy. And, and I, I think a lot of people... It's not even too easy to get into. Though. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just the way they've written yeah, the way it. The, yeah, the way they've like, portrayed it, yeah. Uh, because yeah, because they said that you, you you can get in with with a two two, but that was misguided because it's two two with extensive experience as um, mm. in the the healthcare. So if you've been a nurse for for ten years, but you got a two two, then yes, yeah. you mm. you can get in into the course. But yeah. if you've got no experience, then you would need a two one to get into the course. Two one, yeah. absolutely. And I think some universities have started doing, um, started requiring the UCAT as well as an entry requirement. Which is again what medical uh, medical courses require. Yeah. So again, I feel as though a lot from this this article has been poor, poorly uh, written, and this will um, provide, I guess, the wrong the wrong information. It portrays it bad. Yeah, it portrays really bad. Scaremongering. Yeah. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But I guess we'll just have to wait to see what. The episode is yeah, like yeah. yeah maybe we'll talk about it next week yeah, depending next week. on how it is <laughs> but um yeah should we start with the q a yeah let's start all right so um if i just want to say if we've we did have a lot of questions if unfortunately we didn't get to your question um maybe hopefully in the near future we'll probably do another q a and we'll get through it um if not just ask the question again and then it will come to the top um on in our dms so the first question is, what's the most difficult obstacle you've had to overcome on this course? You might as well take that, Josh. Me first. Okay, the most difficult obstacle. Um, there was a couple. I mean, one of them is placement. Go like going into placement and no one and no one actually knowing what like like who you are, what you do, can be quite hard because obviously they 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 can have you um, doing nothing and just standing there. Other parts, I think. The most difficult was probably um, learning a whole module in two, three months and then taking an exam on it. Um, that was pretty hard. I mean, general medicine, how long did we get to learn that? Like three months? Mm. You know, that was quite a lot. I'd say that was my most difficult thing on this course. How about, how about you, Jamie? Um, probably either exams or yeah, I would say exams and retaining knowledge because it's such fast pace and stuff that and we only do theory in first year. We don't do any um, clinical placements. So by the time first year is over and you're going into clinical placements, uh, by the time I get onto like a general med ward, it's been like eight months since I've done general med. So I say I feel like retaining the knowledge is probably the hardest bit. And you know what? Another really difficult one was having to do a retake on placement. That mm. stuff was probably the worst thing I've had to do because, you know, I, I'm not sure if many of you know this, but you do get kicked out of the course once you, if you fail your retake. So when I was retaking, 
I was actually borderline about to get kicked out because um, if if I failed it, of course, it's my second fail. But on top of that, you need to go placement 40 hours a week. So I, I'll say that was the hardest thing. So mm. do not fail, guys, on your first exams. And the pressure's twice as bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, I can only imagine. Why are you, Khalid? Mm, I'd say the workload. That was quite tough. Because um, I think from day one, we were hit with so many lectures, so many conditions. And it was really, it was quite hard to keep up um, as well. So it was really hard to keep up. But I think the workload was one of the most difficult things of the course. Moving on to the next question. Um, what was the most enjoyable block of placement? Probably um, either GP or actually for some time, what was it? Either GP or respiratory. respiratory? Yeah, GP or respiratory, I'd say. Res- no, not respiratory. Um, A&E. Yeah, GP or A&E. A&E only because um, you get to clerk the patients. You're the first person that sees them. So you're the person that basically you're diagnosing them straight from the start. Uh, you get to go through the whole, like their whole experience in A&E. You're kind of the person that takes them from start to finish um obviously you're gonna present to a consultant before you actually do any like management but i mean from the history examination procedure like whatever ecg i feel like it's the best thing to learn and then gp i don't know like i want to be a, like i want to work in gp so i just enjoyed it because mm. i know that's what i want to do yeah yeah you know I've, i'm pretty similar gp um a and e was good I think it's mainly it's mainly because like I enjoy seeing patients at the start of their journey, whereas like in stuff like gastro and stuff, they're on a ward. It's pretty much the end of their journey. Um, you're not really finding out anything new. It's all been done already. So I feel like that's why I quite I quite enjoy GP and A and E because it's still sort of fi- figuring out what's going on. It's, it's it's interesting still, you know. So that's why I enjoy them two placements. But mm. apart from that, what placement did I enjoy most? Um. No, it, it was just them too. Yeah, I probably agree with you guys. Um, Amy was one of the best. GP was good as well, but I I enjoyed the fast paceness of A and E. Um, literally seeing patient after patient, you know, one after the other, and seeing quite a variety of things as well. Yeah. Um, from like minor injuries to like quite major cuts and bleeds. So that was yeah. I think Amy was one of the best. What about your worst one? Worst one, definitely Obzengaini. That was one of the worst. Oh my God, tell me about it. Obzengaini. <laughs> like, that was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, Obzengaini for sure. You know what? It, it's still good for the right person, though. Don't for like, the right person. Yeah, 100%. Not like, like, I think as a guy, it's probably the worst one. Because yeah, at the end of the day, nobody wants you. Like, most of the time, most pe- people wanted you yeah. outside and stuff. Yeah. So you yeah, was just yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. Would, yeah. And like, honestly, also the the way it was organised, um, it was... Actually, you know what? It wasn't organised at all. So we were given... I was given my timetable. And then I'd turn up on the day... And turns out they they weren't even expecting me. The same. It was like they received a shock. Like what? You're supposed to be here. I got asked what I was. 
But apart from that, uh, because obviously Obzengan is an obvious one for like a guy because, yeah. you know, apart from that, I think community health. Oh, yeah, community health. That was terrible. Terrible. Surgery was worse, though. Oh, sorry. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to think we hate all our Facebook. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Let me, let me take my community health because surgery? <laughs> oh, that was a backbreaker. That was terrible. Like, you're, if you ever want to feel useless, go to surgery. Yeah, because fast. honestly, you're just standing there at the very back doing nothing. And don't forget, PAs cannot do surgery. Um, you do not, minor surgery, but not... Yeah, you yeah, can do can my, minor, minor surgery. Um, but actual, like, um, big surgery and stuff, we can't do. So there's literally no point in a, in a PA being in, in like, um, a theatre. Mm. But for some reason, they've given us a placement there when, they, when there's other better things that we can exactly, do. Yeah. Like haematology, I, I didn't get to do. Mm. I didn't get to do geriatrics. Um, there's quite a few I didn't get to do, but I got to do surgery, which... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't really get the logic behind it. You're not saying that. A couple of like people on our course, um, they actually enjoyed surgery, surprisingly. They must enjoy spectating. Yeah, fair nah, I mean, you could go on the ward in surgery, but it's like, if you're doing 50-50 ward and fitter, still 50% of your time, you're just hunched over. Mm. And because there's like a consultant, either two consultants or one consultant, and either one or two registrars, one or two med students, you can't even see most of the time. Mm. They got me a stool to stand up on, you man. <laughs> to, like, I, was, I was on, like, there's two steps. I was on a top step, tiptoe. I still can't see. And it's not like, uh, obviously, I'm not um, upset or anything about it. Like, the the consultants don't care, which is fair yeah. enough. They're focusing on the surgery. But it's just pointless. Yeah. Like, you're hunched over for no reason. But I done my surgical scrubbing and got that signed off, so. All right, so next question. Is it possible to balance work, uni, and a social life? If so, how have you managed to do this? Josh, the expert. <laughs> well, um, I don't know about balancing all three of them evenly, but I did work through uni, um, through 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 PA especially. Um, I was actually doing twenty eight hours a week, so I did quite a lot of hours. Still a lot. Yeah, well, I still I still am doing the tw- the twenty eight <laughs> hours. I wouldn't recommend it um, personally, um, and yeah, I still went out and had like um. What do you call it? A personal life, like um, social, a social life. I was still partying. Um, again, I wouldn't recommend that either. Going in, into work, hungover and stuff. But personally, on honestly speaking, like yeah, it's possible. Um, don't work too many hours. Try keep the hours to less than 12, 12, 12 hours a week. That's what I'd personally say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It is doable though, if you have to. If you have to, I wouldn't recommend it though. Mm. Yeah, because the course isn't very well funded in terms of if you have to move out for it um, and you need, like, money for um, accommodation plus paying your uni, it's not very well funded. So I feel like if you have to relocate for the course, you're definitely going to have to work. Or, I mean, if you've got, like, a strong family behind you, you could fair enough, but... um. So, yeah, a lot of people will have to work, but, I mean, if you don't have to, we wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, but yeah. I, personally, I would say to try work maybe just before the course starts. I mean, you've obviously got summer to work. Um, there's also courses that start in January, so you could sort of work from summer to Jan and save up a little bit for the course. 
um, rather, rather than working through through the course. So that's what I'd recommend. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything else for me to add on that. I, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Long story short, yes, you can. You can have yeah. a social life too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next question. What has the support been like overall throughout the course? Um, An interesting question. Very, very different to undergrad. Yeah. Very different. It's, it's more... Undergrad is more um, student, lecturer, course, community-based. Like, email them, ask for help whenever you want. This is more of like, you get your lectures what you do with it is what you do with it mm. it's that's it there and then and yeah. I mean for us as well it was COVID as well so it was all online it wasn't like you had time afterwards to speak to the lecturer personally or anything like if you had a question you would have to interrupt the whole lecture online um, yeah and if lecturers had bad connection you just had to deal with it like you, you couldn't complain or anything you wouldn't get like um, like if you it's not something where you complain it's like either yeah. get on with it or mm. don't don't do well it's yeah. not it's not like yeah yeah it's a very in independent course you can't so as for what 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 was the the question help as in how well, much help? yeah what's the support being like support yeah it's independent so there isn't any support which sounds bad but at the end of the day it's, it's an independent course so you know you're not they they are not gonna they're not gonna really help you out like that. Um, I can give a few examples. I mean, for for example, like my placement was quite far away. I did ask to get moved, but um, again, they were just like, no, like it's your responsibility to get yourself mm. to to your placement. So thing things like that, it's it's very independent. You need to learn um, a lot of the stuff on your own. If you, if you just watch lectures, you will definitely fail. So, you know learn on your own um, placement as well it's your responsibility to go there um, it's your yeah to go there and um, make sure that you you attend and get involved like no one's gonna come with you to introduce you to the to the colleagues and stuff it's on your own money wise as well I mean it's not much like it's not much funding so yeah. Again, it's on your own, so it's very in independent. Mm. But so support wise, it's not there. But that that they, being said, they made that clear. Yeah, and you still do get your lectures. It's not like you're learning by yourself. You get lectures and everything. It's just what you do with that information. Yeah. Is a lot of mine was actually cancelled. My lectures. Um, I don't know about you guys. We're on the same course. Oh, so you already cancelled <laughs> as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, cool. We had we had the COVID year. It is what it is, but I'm saying yeah, it, in general though, like yeah. it's mm. you just make of it what you make of it really. Yeah. And they do say they test you on nice guidelines. So basically they could not teach you they could teach you a condition, not teach you like the third line management for it. But if it's on nice guidelines they they can still put it in your exam because at the start of the year, they said they're going to test you on yeah. yeah, which is why all the cancelled lectures didn't actually affect me too much because obviously, like, you know, most of you, of what you're learning is on nice guidelines and stuff. Mm. Mm. How, how many lectures did you have cancelled? Best. I had, I had so many. I had about... Swear. At least 20. About at least 20. That's crazy. Crazy, honestly. How come they, how come they got cancelled? I mean, somebody had a cough one time. I had a cough one time. Maybe, like... 
It was just, I don't know. No you know what it is? I just feel like sometimes on online learning can just make courses a little bit complacent. Yeah, like, everyone's I think relaxed. That's what happens. Everyone's a bit too relaxed yeah. and stuff. Um, and then exams come around and everyone's just failing, so it wasn't really the best. But, but you know what it is? We had big expectations because undergrad was really good. Like, yeah. there, there was never a cancelled lecture, yeah, no, extra sessions. You could go speak to people out of hours and they'll still give you one-to-one help. So we came into there with like the same expectations. Mm-hmm. So then when when we're like looking left and right on on this one and no one's there, obviously we're a bit like extra hurt because mm. yeah, yeah, because you know what in undergrad a big thing was that you would learn something but then have a seminar on it. Mm. And the seminar yeah, is seminar when you would so like nice. consolidate your knowledge and do exam questions, yeah, you know, in my two years of PA I actually managed to have zero seminars. Yeah, we actually did. We zero had seminars. No seminars. <laughs> That is, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you know. Yeah, that's the funny thing because I remember um, during the undergrad, they gave like a talk. A couple of lectures came and gave a talk um, when we went undergrad, and one of the main things they em- emphasized was um, support, which that's what that's what sold me to come into this union in particular. So yeah, Wait, so I was quite. They talked to you about support for. PA. Yeah, yeah, PA. So obviously they gave they gave a talk about PA in general, and they one of the main things they talked about was like you will be supported on the course um, because they knew obviously it's quite intense, um, and that's what a lot of people were afraid of essentially of how intense the course was. So yeah, I think support has been minimal. Swindled, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next question. Um, it was a special kind of, kind of support, is what I'd say. Special, yeah. No, nah, but if you knew beforehand, it would have been all right. Yeah, that, that's yeah, what I'm I saying. Like, I just feel like they need to make yeah. it more clearer that there isn't support and it's independent and emphasise it a lot. Especially, like, you are recruiting people that, that, that that's just come from an undergrad of being heavily supported. Hmm. So... I, but I, I assume things would be different at other unis, wouldn't they? Well, if, the, if it is, everyone DM us on free, free PAs in a pod. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Let us know about your experience. Yeah, that'd yeah. be a really good idea. Yeah. What tips would you give in order to pass the Oscars? Okay, um, you know, we'll give three each, yeah? Or two each, two each. Two each, okay. Cool. So, I would say definitely um, have a plan. So obviously shout out colleague, he done the plan for me and cool. Josh and him. Um, have a plan so you know what you're revising on which days. Um, keep it structured, that way you make sure you cover everything and mm. you can at least go over it a few times as well. Yeah, mine's pretty, it's, it's pretty similar. Try keep a tally of how many times you've been over things because it's easy to um, do certain examinations and procedures more than other ones. Um, apart from that, have have a, a group as well. A group is is probably the best thing you can do because it's not the same practicing in like a mirror. Have like at least some like um, a friend to practice on, mm. e- e- even if it's family, just ju- just anyone. That's it's just a mm. bit more realistic. Yeah, and similar. But yeah, that's, that's my two. Mm, I'd say starting early uh, because I think with Oscars you can't really leave it last minute because um, there is a, quite a bit to remember especially like the little details that's where a lot of people lose end up losing a lot of marks so starting early and yeah I see uh, you know echoing what you guys say practice uh, with someone 
um, and having a revision guide, yeah. And mark schemes. Use mark, mark schemes because yeah. there's always going to be marks that you um you don't realize and you miss out. So definitely um yeah, use mark schemes. Mm. Even the easy ones, washing hands and stuff. Everyone forgets it. Yeah. Right. Let's see. Let's have another question. What are your guy guys plan after masters? So after we finish this, or do, what's the plan? I think. Do we have a plan? Working in GP, <laughs> isn't it? Straight <laughs> to, to be GP. employed, really. To be employed. Um, yeah, me, me personally, I'd like to go into GP um, or A and E, like, like, because obviously those were the two um, placements that I enjoyed the most. Um, obviously, things change and stuff. I can just tell you that for sure. I'm not mm. going to be in in Ogden Gurney or community health. Mm. <laughs> <But> <laughs> nah, yeah, GP for me. How about GP. you guys? Um, yeah, probably straight into employment. Well, obviously past nationals hopefully and then straight to work because I, I can't I'm, I'm tired of the student life yeah, yeah. after five years I'm, I'm tired I want to start earning money and get on it what yeah you, Jim? same I just want to go obviously nationals then mm. probably GP um, I want to do stuff to like make myself improve in, the, in a way like um I want to definitely learn some minor surgery in the future. Um, yeah, that would be good, really good to do like a minor surgery clinic. Mm. Um, and aside from PA as well, like I want to um, improve like my cardiovascular fitness. <laughs> like I want to um, start boxing and stuff outside. Mm. So I feel like that's why I want to do GP as well because it's nine to five. Mm. So I can still like do other things in the evening, podcasts, yeah. other stuff as well. So. Yeah. Okay. Would you guys ever consider doing medicine? I personally would. You would? Yeah, I personally would. Because um, right now, um, as for the progression in PAs, it's not, it's not that great. It's, it's not that clear. I'm not, I'm yeah, not, it's I'm, not clear. I'm not gonna say it's not. It's, it's not that great because obviously, like we know, there are PA partners and things like that. Mm. But it's just not. It's it's just not that clear. Um, and I'm the sort of person I like security, and I like to know in ten years' time I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that. And in ten years' time, with PA, I don't, I don't really know what I'll be. Mm. I'm know. not doing medicine. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with Jamie. I'm not doing medicine. That's a myth. Well, he just made it hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing it straight away. I'm gonna enjoy PA yeah. a little bit. You know. Um. All right. Let's have a look. What essential? What um resources did you guys use? on the course um resources you yeah think? resources so I think the main one pass med for MCQ questions that was the main one yeah pass med YouTube OSCE for OSCE YouTube yeah, yeah YouTube OSCE, that was the best note cards what about what YouTube cards. channels did you guys use um I use a lot of geeky medics geeky for medics, yeah. um and then there was one American uh, physician as, as, um, assistant, uh, Nin Ninja Nerd. Ninja Nerd, yeah, yeah I used Ninja that. Nerd was good. I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? Yeah, he was quite good. Uh, he was good at explaining like the pathophysiology of yeah, he's better smart conditions. Yeah, he was quite good. Um, what else? Know, osmosis as well. Osmosis was good. I've been using yeah, that. Since osmosis was quite good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, I mean, what Jamie you said, making our own revision cards. Yeah, that yeah, helped yeah, a lot. Cards, summaries, mm. 
yeah uh i was gonna say one more thing what was it no, i can't remember yeah um no nah. i can't remember what else i think yeah i think that those are the main ones yeah we used, the essential um, stuff that we've done yeah those are the main there was nothing again nothing that was specific for pas unfortunately we done a lot of quizzes but that was like um between us three but yeah, it was actually was like, it was yeah. good for retaining knowledge yeah. so i mean if you have a group of friends you, you yeah, can just quiz each, each other, other. yeah, yeah. it's good for competing as well because you actually try your hardest mm. so what, what was the what was the score in the end I think what I was like five nil to Jamie. To me, yeah, five. Yeah, so between Josh and Jamie, I think it was five nil. It wasn't five Jamie, nil. four nil. It wasn't five nil. What was it then? What was it? It was. I think it was five three to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, five nil, impossible. What was the score between us? Uh, I think that was two two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a quiz on the podcast one time. Yeah? We actually should do that quiz. A quiz on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be a shout. Wins. Uh, Josh, what's the eighth grade on earth? Graduate right now, though. Vestibular. Yeah, vestibular. Yeah, fair nice. enough. Yeah, I remember. Man, like. Um, next question. So, okay, so this is not really a question. Um, the guy who DM the guy DM does and it's quite a bit. It's quite long. So I'll read it out. Yeah. My girlfriend keeps asking me to meet up and spend time with her. I explained to her each time that due to the course being so busy so i'm assuming he's on the pa course i don't have much time left each day to spend with her she's given she's been giving me quite a hard time about this what should i do josh <sighs> relationship advice um well i mean not to be harsh or anything but which one is easier to replace? Your career or your girlfriend? Because <laughs> <laughs> I understand now, honestly, obviously, um, the course is, is very intense. Um, lots of placement and stuff. But I mean, you, I mean, you know what? Actually, a really good thing they can do is um, for OSCE practice, like we were saying, it's best to choose a partner. So mm-hmm. she, um, that's a way to spend time. So that's that's a way to I mean, like, spend guess, yeah. time. Do your OSCE practice on 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 your partner. There, you're studying and yeah, of, killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I would advise. And honestly, like most people find what we learn interesting anyway. So even if you want to just do like the note cards and she can ask you questions and stuff. Um, mm. It's still productive and good, so that that's my advice. Yeah, I agree. Um, obviously, at the end of the day, just make sure you get your studying and done first, and then it, I'm mm. I'm sure you would have free time anyway. Mm. So um, yeah, it's just up to you with what you want to do with your free time. Like you, you pick your priorities. Yeah, well, I think main thing as well is having a word with her and explaining to her. Because I don't, I feel as though she might not understand how intense, intense. the course is. Yes, yeah. so I think having a word, sitting her down, and if she don't understand after all of that, then I go with well, Josh says if she <laughs> replace her. Yeah, you know, I should probably start with, with with the communication first. Yeah. Of course, try and explain um, how intense it is, the stresses, and things like that. Because you know. Um, the course will eventually come to an end and more quality time could be spent. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, if that doesn't work, 
then I'm giving you the 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 other advice. Or Zini someone that supports you though. Yeah, that's very. Yeah, because it's a red flag. I can't lie. If she's not taking your dreams, goals, and dreams seriously, it's it's a red flag. Shout out Andrew Tate. Um, <laughs> if the money goes, she goes. <laughs> All right, so we are put, we are almost at the end of the episode. So should we do one more, yeah, one on. more question? Yeah. Okay, I've got. Okay, this is a bit of a long one now. It's not really a question. During one of my placements, I was constantly belittled and looked down upon by a consultant. They would never teach me anything. He would not show me how to do certain procedures. He would just let me observe, and would just expect me to know and do certain things. He would criticize me openly in front of others, despite it all being new to me. They would never provide any support, and I did not enjoy my placement at all due to this. It was something I could have done at the time to ensure that I was able to get the best learning opportunities. What should I do? Um, did Did it say like if it was a ward or if it was like GP? Nah. Well, it seems like it's a ward. Um, like they're on a ward look because he's con- uh, looked down and belittled by a consultant I would say um, if you're in like a hospital um, as much as you want to be with maybe your consultant your supervisor or whatnot, and or you think like they're the best person to learn from mm. if they're treating you like that I would move on and find like an FY1 FY2 yeah. another PA someone else that even like if you're going around with a nurse and doing bloods or cannulas or something like at least go and do something rather than being the, the, in the consultant shadow like it doesn't really make sense to just stand there mm. definitely um, yeah just just leave unless you're yeah. like gonna get told off by your university for not being by a side which I don't think would happen yeah, then no. yeah yeah I think don't don't let the consultant talk to you like that at the end of the you know um, you sh- even if even though you are a student you deserve to be spoken with respect um, if you know, if they continue to be like that, I agree with what Jamie says. You can learn. You can go find someone else, and you can always learn something from anyone. Yeah. And uh, no matter what role they they have in the hospital, you will always learn something from them. Um. So, yeah. I mean, it is quite shit hearing hearing that because I mean it's not nice. But at the end of the day, this is this is PA, and you know, you've got to take it take it in your hands. And if you in, you can make it, however you can make this, you can turn this into a positive. Go find someone else, and go from there. And you know what? We've all been violated on placement. Yeah, so 100%. I've been violated differently on my first placement by a consultant. What was that the the last question? Yeah, well, there's there is quite a few questions, but we are going over time, unfortunately. So we'll have to wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. Um, well, thanks for listening to episode two, everyone. Um, Three PAs in a pod. Uh, We'll see you again sometime within the next few weeks.